0: Hi everyone, my name is Elena Crew, and today I'll be recording another episode of 70 over 30 or 70-30, whichever one you want to call it. As I've said before, 70 is a little inside joke that I created over the time when I was discovering my sexuality and how I feel towards both men and women um, the 70 represents the 70% attraction I have to women, and the 30 represents the 30% attraction I have to men, and sometimes it fluctuates depending or based on my overall experience I've had with both, um, types of both individuals, so, today I kind of just want to get right into it, so... Today, I'll be talking about Nikki Sullivan's Critical Introduction to Queer Theory. I'll be discussing an excerpt from that, and she was basically discussing the um, both positive and negative effects on the formulations of communities. Essentially, a community is, you know, a group of individuals that congregate and form a space where people of people that share a commonality gather and spread awareness or unify or just like speak their minds and stuff and <clears throat> she used feminism as a very good example here so when we talk about feminism essentially it is equality for all women e- and The goal is to have every woman treated equally, so it's perceived to be, and how it wants to be taken as. But she did, Nikki Sullivan addressed, that with communities that are formed on just one specific type of commonality, there's going to be a lot of people that are actually suffering in the foreground, for example, again going back to feminism, there is white feminism and there is black feminism. If we wanna get deeper into it, when we when we just dis- discuss about you know women's suffrage, white women didn't white women got the ability to vote in the nineteen twenties, and black left next indigenous women didn't get the rights to vote until significantly later. And Nikki Sullivan's take on the negatives. On forming communities based on such a broad commonality is that people that have multiple identities end up having to um, abandon those other identities in order to be integrated into this common community. So feminism, you know, white, uh, female, lesbians can, you know, be properly integrated into feminism because these are still white women and black women have to abandon the fact that they could either be queer and just overall just being black in order to really be integrated into feminism and with that it really just emphasized that you know these Why there's so many faults in these types of groups is because they're based on such a, um, they're based on such, um, just broad ideals, essentially, because white female struggles and black female struggles are not the same, and we have been conditioned to believe so, especially when we talk about feminism. So, With Nikki Sullivan's analysis, oh, excuse me, with Nikki Sullivan's analysis, it also made me think about the Black community as a whole and why even though we share the same skin color and essentially share similar race struggles, we do not share uh, similar gender struggles or identity struggles because in the Black community, there are black queer, black trans women and men, black non-binary people, and so on, that have to abandon those other identities in order to be integrated into the black community, and I wondered why is that, you know, because like we go on and on about how the black community should unify in order to overcome their oppressors, but we still continue to oppress each other, and on this topic of homophobia in the black community i looked deeper into it so from my little research and just from my interpretation of it um homophobia in the black community started or er, became prevalent during slave times due to a type of sexual abuse that was committed amongst black men it was called buck breaking, and that is B-U-C-K breaking, and and basically what that is is that the white, the straight or homosexual white slave owners would sexually assault their most strong black enslaved man that they had as a form <clears throat> of emasculation and to make him feel weak. And to essentially um, make them feel very vulnerable. And when I think about that, it hurts. (laughs) For one, it makes me very sad that, again, there is another issue in our community due to oppressive, just the oppressors, to put it blatantly. And seeing how as a black community, we still struggle to unify because of incidents back in, back during slavery, how they have negatively affected us is just disappointing. But to connect it back to Nikki Sullivan, the black community is a prime example of individuals having to abandon their own identities in order to be a part of the Black community because there are Black individuals who, for example, are gay or lesbian and they are seen as less than or not as Black or they're seen as abominations and are then shunned and pushed out. And I personally think that Nikki Sullivan's analysis, the purpose was to emphasize the harm that comes from creating a community based on such broad ideas and just like one commonality because people are not just one dimensional, you know, they're multi-dimensional beings. Um, with that being said, um that was truthfully all my thoughts that I had on it. I do want to know if you are in a non-white community and you feel like you have similar um prevalences that are evident in them so homophobia or anti-blackness or just disparities within your own community and how you think like and see if that is also a result of you know, Nikki Sullivan's analysis, basically, like, if that also matches up with what she was discussing. Um, I do want to hear what you have to say, and this episode was pretty short because I really wanted to create discourse on this, even if it was slight and very casual, the issue at hand and the topic at hand was very serious to me, and I feel like if there isn't much discourse on it, it doesn't hurt to even create some, even if it's just a small ripple effect. So I just want to thank you guys all for listening. Um, this is seventy thirty. I post every Saturday night. So, you know, have a good morning, good evening, good night, whenever you're re- listening to this. And I hope I, you know, sparked some ideas and some thoughts into your head. Okay. Have a great one.